0: dog just decided to start chewing on her bone. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And
1: I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Each week, like this week, we talk about (laughs) everything like cryptozoology.
0: How every single time we begin to record, Molly does something loud.
1: True crime.
0: It can't feel good chewing on a bone.
1: Urban legends.
0: Uh, what's What are bones even made of if they're not made out of actual bone? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they are. Anything well, spooky related.
0: Think about that one. Bones
1: are made of bone.
0: Well, like her bone that she's chewing on now isn't human. Oh, or like m- a
1: dog bone. Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, and that's one cool thing that most of the world shares are bones you know what i mean all right so every single week since 1997 uh, the matrix was about to come out lindsey and i will go somewhere separately lindsey will go to i've said fast food places a lot lindsey will go to home depot and i will go to the other one lowe's and then we reconvene in our house and we discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each other and with you and this week I'm saying I'm dedicating my portion of the episode to the winner of this year's Tour de France, (laughs) Egon (laughs) Bernal.
1: Then I will dedicate my portion of the show to the absolute last placer (laughs) of the Tour de France.
0: Yeah, who is that?
1: Uh, Nobody knows. Yeah,
0: no one knows. Because
1: nobody cares. They're
0: like, oh, wait, you're riding
1: on our team? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: weird. I thought you were. I thought you were the chef. Well. Because if
1: you do, if you finish the Tour de France, you're still a champion.
0: Oh, for sure. Even I'm, if
1: you're like way last place.
0: I'm pretty sure that they give, I don't know if they televise it, but I'm almost positive that there is an award for the last place person. I think it's called like, oh, uh, I'm probably messing it up, but I think it's the Red Lantern, similar to what would be on the very end of an old train. Oh, I like think the caboose. I think it's this, Le Lantern Rouge.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be Le, Le Caboose You loose. <laughs>
0: You know, I actually think it's that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. What was it again?
1: Oh, I forgot now.
0: La babouche. Your cocrooch.
1: The la caboose. Uh huh. You will lose.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I can speak French very well. Yep, you
0: mm-hmm. sure can, and so can I. Um, Pommes frites is one I know.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of French, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Italy. Anyways, um, we still have magnets for sale.
0: We sure do. Yeah, Lindsay designed some painfully adorable Molly magnets, and they say "Spooky Spouses" on them. Uh, if you're a listener of the show, I'm sure you've seen them on our social medias.
1: If you go on Instagram or Twitter and follow us, you'll see pictures where at spooky underscore spouses. You can check them out. Um, With each magnet, you get a cute little temporary tattoo also.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I designed that one. You did. You know, what's funny is I'm sure if you look at both of those designs back to back, you can go, huh, I wonder which of the two of them actually, (laughs) actually is good at art.
1: Well, they're both very wonderful. So check them out. They're only $5. We'll send them to you. Make you a little spookier.
0: That's right. And send them to
1: you. Give you some boo.
0: Yeah. A- anything else?
1: <laughs> like a
0: We'll come through. Send them to you. Give you some boo. You'll get something new. <laughs> can we do, can we add one more rhyme on it?
1: Oh, boy.
0: We'll come through. Send them to you. Share some boo. You'll get something new. Ah.
1: Uh... Don't think it through, just do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's the motto for our show.
1: Don't think it through.
0: Don't think it through. Just do. Just do it, yeah. it nice. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Awesome. Um, but really quick, that is that, that is that $5 shipped to you, flat rate. That includes shipping. So it's just five smackers.
1: Yeah, you can contact us on social media. We'll uh, get you your magnets out.
0: Mm-hmm, we sure will. Now, really quick, before we get into this week's show, I would just like to say that Lindsay and I had a day of beautification, purification, yeah. and what's the yoga one? Sun salutation or something like that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it rhymes. It. Um, but I just want to say that we got arguably, for me, the best pedicure of my life.
1: It was nice. The and water had lemon and tea and eucalyptus and Epsom salts in it.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. And then you gave up those rose gold face masks that you peel off yeah you know what's really satisfying
1: peeling off a face mask
0: peeling off the mask
1: see mine kind of hurt
0: see mine didn't and maybe that's just because i'm immune to pain and i'm just oh. like again impossibly and maybe dangerously strong okay. um, but, but it was really like you know when you get um like uh peely from the sun yeah i love this is gonna get maybe gross to some okay. people i love peeling off the skin Yeah, I'm not
1: so, yeah. I love it. No.
0: Yeah, I love... Peeling stuff. What did
1: we talk about last week? We I
0: did. I think we talked about peeling off your skin. Probably um, peeling off
1: your skin.
0: <laughs> I felt like you had, I felt, oh yeah, I put music under two of your creepy stories.
1: Yes, I had a story about Creepy Roy, which we don't know who that is.
0: Uh-uh, no, we don't. And
1: also some, do, some dad that calls his daughter Chirp, but like it wasn't really her dad.
0: Yeah. Or creepy stories. Over the walkie-talkies.
1: Yes. And, and you talked about
0: I gave a quick update uh, because I feel like it's important to update people on what's going on with the area 51 preposterous area 51 thing mm-hmm. and then we also had a story from uh, from Johanna about her sister's cat that oh, that's was right. Figuring out how to mean text her other cat or whatever. Speaking of
1: Area 51, did Uh you see that now people are setting up a thing that the day after Area 51 raid, they're (laughs) going to raid for Loch Ness.
0: Okay, so in Scotland. They're going to
1: search the waters, yeah.
0: Now, that one, I actually want to talk about this for a second. Okay. That one, I can get behind.
1: Well, a guy just recently got a good, like, sonar Mm -hmm. picture of under the water when he was on his boat of like this weird really really long fish oh cool and they don't know what it is and they couldn't get close enough to like say like oh that's a 800 year old catfish or something like it was really
0: weird see that's one that i can get behind and that i also put a lot of i would put a little bit more faith behind like if you and i were to say hey you want to go on like a little vacation and go to new mexico and raid area 51 i go "Nah, i'd rather not right or if someone were to say or i guess i don't know why in my fiction, I'm thinking that someone's going to just give us money for a trip. To but, go and
1: find Nessie?
0: Yeah, but or like if you and I were to go, hey, why don't we spend our money and go to Scotland and look for Nessie? Right. I would do that in a second.
1: Well, yeah, I'd love to go to Scotland. But the only problem I have with people raiding for Nessie is I hope that they h- aren't hurting any other creatures.
0: Exactly. If any one of our listeners and all of our Scottish listener if you (laughs) if you i think even that might be generous but if you're gonna go hunt for nessie just be safe be be, careful
1: do it right yeah yeah
0: and i think that that would just be nice to do to the environment and to nessie
1: maybe nessie was just like a big long whale like a real skinny one
0: just like a long pencil whale yeah kind of a thing yeah (laughs) you know some people call those snakes
1: <laughs> well, that would be a huge snake.
0: I know, I but I just think it'd be funny if someone always didn't know what snakes were and they just thought they were very thin long whales.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess it doesn't have to be a super thin whale. I just think of like this typical picture of Nessie with like the long neck coming up and then the head. Yeah. I could easily see like the tail of a whale like from a side view. You have like the long thin part and then his actual fin like tail that goes on the end. Maybe it was just like curved up and it kinda looked like a head.
0: Yeah, maybe it could have been curved up, could have been swerved up.
1: It could have been.
0: Well, like there are some whales that are long and I guess comparatively kind of thin, like beluga whales.
1: Yeah, beluga's are pretty long. They're they have big chubby heads though.
0: Yeah, they are really cute, aren't they?
1: They're cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're fun.
0: <laughs> It's just fun you know what's just fun to think about? Yeah. How how cute certain whales are. Whales are cute. I think
1: whales are adorable. So
0: do I. So there. Speaking of Scotland, you know I'm Scottish. So am I. Uh who's more Scottish? Let's play a game really quick. Who's more Scottish? How do we play mm. the game that we're both that we're both creating right now? Do you
1: Reed is pretty Scottish. Reed
0: okay, Reed is a Scottish last name. We both have dark hair. That's Scottish. Mm-hmm. Um do you like Rolling Hills? Uh yes. So do I.
1: Cool. I think do you like oh. um drinking scotch?
0: I enjoy it from time to time.
1: I yeah, I guess so.
0: Okay, so maybe we're even on that one.
1: Um do you like bowling? Bowling? Yeah, I don't know if that's Scottish. I just threw it in there. Oh. Uh, I was just asking, (laughs) just catching up with you. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, that's really nice that we're catching up. I think bowling's fine.
1: Okay, yeah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, ready. Anyways, ready for this? Yeah. Uh, So speaking of Area 51 and the storm, uh, a little bit of my ongoing breaking booze is I just want to update people on what's going on with the storming of Area 51 because it's very funny and it's happening as we speak.
1: Oh boy! So
0: maybe let our show be a little taste into. You know, if you want to impress your friends with a little bit of quote unquote news that you know about Area 51, you can come to our show, and that's perfectly fine with us. So as of today, Sunday, Ju- nope, not January, July 28th, 1.9 people are confirmed, quote unquote, and then one million. point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not 1.9 people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's like.
1: One and almost another.
0: Yeah. Almost another person. Person. Uh, 1.9 million people have said, yeah, I'll go. And then 1.4 million have said, "Nah, eh, Mabes, which well, I think.
1: That's a safe answer.
0: It is a safe answer. Because
1: it's like, well, I want to go, but like, I don't know. I have to get like dressed. And then there's like my desert outfit. Like Coachella's over. Can't wear the (sighs) same thing. See,
0: I really enjoy the way your brain works a lot of times. Because you thinking about your outfit and then immediately saying Coachella, I would think wear like some survival stuff. But you're thinking...
1: No, trendy.
0: Okay, yeah. And that's great.
1: Like nobody cares about survival anymore.
0: So what what would your trendy storming Area 51 outfit be? Now, also, mm. I need to know if this outfit you're planning is something you'd pack with you, and if by chance you made it through the 50-some miles of impossibly dangerous desert terrain, if you would change when you got there, or would yeah. you wear it the entire time? So you would change right before you got there.
1: Uh, well, I mean, if I'm a diehard, I'd wear it the whole time. Okay. <laughs> if I'm, you know, a fair weather that I just want to get that insta-pick, yeah. Then I change when I get there.
0: Have you seen, I still want to know what your outfit is, but I was looking on their Facebook post today and there are people who are kind of like Instagramming, oh, uh, like sure. fashionable Area 51 pics, like buy tanks and stuff. Yeah. I think it's hilarious.
1: Absolutely. Uh, my outfit, I don't know, probably like spacey, you know, but like not shiny, like okay. 90s spacey.
0: You're thinking like real futuristic spacey. Yeah.
1: Like maybe it's like. A like a romper that looks like a spacesuit.
0: Okay.
1: Be like a USA spacesuit.
0: Is your romper short sleeve pants or short or shorts and short sleeves?
1: Shorts and short sleeve.
0: Oh, cool. So you can space move. Spacesuit. Ar- so you can move around a lot.
1: Yeah, and then like on my head, I would have a, just a small, tiny little helmet that like <laughs> sits right on the top of your head. Like
0: on the corner of it. Yeah. Almost like, like how a bow would they bow or make or those really
1: tiny like little top hats that girls wear? that like is the little thing it would be a <laughs> tiny little space hat
0: a space hat or a helmet
1: a helmet
0: so it would just be a tiny like a miniature helmet like the size of a softball yeah on either the right or left side of your head
1: Ooh, maybe it would be two and it would be attached to a headband and i'd wear it and it'd look like i have two little like space helmet ears
0: Oh okay, kind of like like yeah. like Mickey Mouse ears but the ears are space helmets. Right. Okay.
1: My shoes moon shoes.
0: What do you mean moon shoes?
1: Those bouncy ones. Weren't they called moon shoes?
0: I had those. I got those for Christmas one year. They were so loud and clunky. They were loud. They were clunky. <laughs> they would some would say they made you jump even less high
1: yeah because like you would kind they would be so heavy and clunky that like you couldn't really get a good jump
0: no you couldn't j- it was it was uh yeah like really brittle terrible grade plastic with yeah. a bunch of rubber bands that you stood on
1: and if you were on wood flooring your feet would slide apart yeah
0: they were the most dangerous to- we yeah they are the- pretty dangerous we need to bring back dangerous toys you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Well then
1: maybe scratch the moon shoes because that would be a hindrance yeah. to get out there. I would do old fashioned roller skates.
0: Oh, cool. Although the sand
1: would probably get all gunked up in there.
0: You know, there is there is a lot of space between the actual bottom of the shoe of the roller skate and the wheels. Like those wheels are chunky. Yeah, not and not burly. roller blades. No. Those roller would be skates.
1: roller skates, like some burly old roller skates. I could just be zip, zap, zipping through that
0: desert. (laughs) I picture you tying up your roller skates. And I'd be like, are those roller skates? And as soon as you, and like, I'd ask you right as you tied them and you looked at me and you went, of course they are, dummy. And then you just (laughs) launch down the hill and be like, wow, who was that cool girl? Yeah, but
1: keeping with the space theme, you think you'd put rockets on the back.
0: That'd be cool. You
1: rocket your roller skates right into Area 51. I mean,
0: bare minimum, you'd want sparklers.
1: Yeah, well, they wouldn't help you. They wouldn't propel you.
0: Yeah, I mean, they would just look cool. If for... I was
1: Instagramming, yeah, the sparklers for sure.
0: Oh, see, that's where my head was going. Oh, okay. Gramming, yeah. For
1: actual like survival, getting out there, rockets. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, with your in-depth knowledge of rockets, yeah, what types? <laughs> what type of rockets would you put on your feet?
1: uh small ones. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They go on your roller skates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Roller yeah. skate rockets, babe.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I forgot which one. I just gotten confused. Duh. Yeah, what a dummy. I would just wear shorts. Um, just shorts?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of print or anything, or anything?
0: No. You know what I would wear? I did uh, one of those like muddy races in 2010 when I first found out about them. Yeah. And I wore a blue unitard.
1: You would go with
0: that? I would. And a be lot versatile. of people... It's extremely versatile. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, if it gets snagged on anything, it's going to rip. And you have zero, like literally zero protection. It might be... And it might actually make your skin softer. And what I say is when I was wearing a blue unitard, jumping through water and mud and all that stuff a bunch of ropes and stuff like that and the warrior dash is the one i did mm-hmm. i was arrow A-H. I was <laughs> have you ever have you ever walked through mud and heard the sound in your head no you ever heard that have you ever have you ever been wading through water and and heard the noise like like that? No. Yeah, wear a unitard and do it because <laughs> man, I was going so fast.
1: I think with that description, you should go storm Nessie the day after with I that will. unitard. That unitard on. I will. You can zip zap through that water. I'll zip zap through that desert. Okay. And then we'll call each other. Well, why don't we? F- we probably won't have good cell phone service. Yeah, we. Well, because to- I'll probably die.
0: Okay. So. Hold on, I might drown.
1: <laughs> and you might drown. So it's you know.
0: Well, we we still wouldn't get very good service because you and I have T Mobile as well. Yeah, that's in true. real in real life we have T Mobile.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Well, is that your topic this week?
0: No. Well, I mean, I wanted to talk about the people who are confirmed, but I like to pull from the message board and see what oh. posts are going on to see if that can sort of open up a little bit of, a, a little bit of discussion through us and maybe even uh, perchance our listeners mayhaps may think of it. Oh, okay. Okay. So here's one from Don Nelson. And Don Nelson says, this is on the Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us discussion board. Right. There isn't going to be a ton of food out there. Someone should start picking up all of the grasshoppers out there and start freezing them. Bread them up and fry them during the festivities and charge a buck for a pair of crickets. Call them alien bites. And Mm. then Don writes in all caps, LOL. So
1: he laughed out loud, Don. (sighs)
0: When I when I hear or see someone write LOL, I think of one powerful laugh, yeah. just if it's in all caps. Huh. Ha. Hey, that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing Don is an entrepreneur cuz he's yeah. going to make bank at the storming.
0: Uh-huh, and also resourceful.
1: But he said someone should. So he's uncertain about his decision don don't be uncertain just do it don't say anymore because now you're having you're gonna have competitors well yeah he
0: just gave away his good idea right
1: people are gonna be like well yeah i'm gonna cl- collect all the cactus out there and i'm gonna make candles out of them i'm gonna sell them for five bucks a candle
0: now c- those they're gonna are-
1: be called alien smells
0: so take that, Don. Uh, <laughs>
1: They're going to be called space farts. What? <laughs> space farts. <laughs> oh,
0: because of the scent.
1: Yeah. Okay. The fart of a space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? What are we even talking about? Yeah. Um, I like the idea though of getting crickets, or not not crickets, big giant desert grasshoppers. Catching them all. I I mean, all joking aside, I would eat those. You
1: got to do what you got to do. Well, most people would eat anything fried. You think so? Yeah.
0: One of my buddies told me a story that he grew up in Texas and there was a fair in his hometown that every year there was the one booth at the fair that would have like a special fried something and everyone would flock towards that booth. Right. One year it was fried fried fried. So, what they would See, do yeah, that's is they would fry a piece of batter, take it out, batter the fried piece of batter, and then fry the fried piece of batter. So, you had fried, fried. <laughs>
1: what think. is like the weirdest thing you can think well okay no actually i am trying to think of things that would be really kind of interesting but good fried now that haven't been done like maybe like avocado
0: uh people do fried avocado
1: okay never mind
0: well then why don't let's 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 streamline this a little bit what types of fried so we talked about area 51 for a while and this is probably all i'm gonna talk about this week so think about okay fried food if we can streamline uh, let's open up a competitor stand to alien bites. So alien bites are the fried grasshoppers and candle or fart and candle and space farts. So space that's hearts,
1: candle company. So
0: we need some fried food and maybe even a liquid that would just be, that would give you almost impossible storming power and energy.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm trying to think of the resources around there.
0: Okay. Uh, There's Cactus. Sure, because we've only talked about making candles out of those. So you could fry those up.
1: So cacti, You fry. could do some
0: frozen cacti. Um, uh, aren't there like little mice? Like little desert mice?
1: There might be. Oh, you know what? Lizards.
0: You, okay, hawks. Catch a hawk in the desert. <laughs>
1: I feel like catching a hawk would be a little more complicated.
0: Okay, and that's why we charge $8,000 per fried hawk. And then you catch a hawk. Take the feathers off or yeah. leave them on in case that's extra energy. Freeze them. You don't kill the hawk right away, but you freeze it. Yeah. And then you batter the hawk and then you fry it. And then okay. you sell you it You don't out.
1: defeather it at all. Leave you them just
0: on. Leave them on. Leave it on. Leave it on. And the beak, leave it on.
1: You know what you could do is you could have like a big... Kind of table attached to you, and then you could put a bunch of hot dogs on it, okay. and the desert sun will cook your hot dogs. Ooh. So not only will you smell good, the whole like the whole way out, you'll make everybody hungry with your smell. And then by the time you get there, everybody will be like, "I need one of those hot dogs."
0: So like maybe there's you're- no
1: preparation. It's just like go with it, and then they're gonna be done when you get there.
0: Now. I would like to join your business. I'd like to be an investor. Maybe I'll supply the the table or something.
1: The desert hot dogs.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, like desert dogs is good.
1: Yeah, desert dogs.
0: It actually works pretty well. I mean, desert dogs. Sun-baked or, uh, yeah, earth-cooked desert dogs Ooh,
1: yeah now, then you'll no... get all like you'll even have vegans jumping on that yeah
0: are these they're like
1: they're earth cooked though
0: yeah true mother nature prepared earth, yeah. desert dogs probably no buns though right because that's only going to slow you down yeah
1: that's too much stuff and they're going to get squashed and mushy and no yeah it's it'll too much
0: yeah especially out in the sun they're going to get really dried up and crunchy and not toasted in a nice way but they're just going to get dried out and maybe maybe who knows i think the more bread you have i mean the more food you have that's the more opportunity for birds just to swoop down and take your stuff
1: yeah you have to make sure you have a lot of desert dogs because i feel like things are gonna take your stuff like you have to you have to have a buffer zone of how many things are gonna steal your desert dogs
0: any toppings at all that we think would be that would be really good survival food and uh alien energy mm. uh condiments i feel
1: like that'd be too hard to bring it all out
0: well maybe there's something that like could also like we could you could have like uh a...
1: maybe you put like aloe on it like you get out there find an aloe plant <laughs> put a little aloe on your dog
0: you could do that
1: okay aloe dogs
0: i think that would be fine
1: earth touched aloe dogs
0: i like earth touched yeah okay so you would have some aloe plants laying out there as well to dry out and get kind of cooked and nice so almost like it would it would work like an oven so you'd have a crispy plant outside and then a warm goopy or warm and slimy aloe interior and you could eat the, the 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 desert dog and then the aloe plant yeah wow we're really smart
1: yeah, sure.
0: We're really on the something here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Really quick. I have a few minutes left. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly touch on my other topic that I had for this week. Is that cool with you? Yeah. I just wanted to talk about James Bobo Fay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Because,
0: because so James Bobo Faye, very important and very well-known Bigfoot hunter, was on the show Finding Bigfoot with our friend Cliff Barockman who, who yes. opened up that new Bigfoot museum. So Cliff and Bobo have a new podcast. And there has been a few episodes where we have talked about just people who we admire in the paranormal, horror, movie field or whatever. And I just wanted to talk about Bobo really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool?
1: Yeah, we met Bobo.
0: We did meet Bobo.
1: He uh was scared of a very kind of scary man at the Cryptid Convention in Kentucky we went to. Yep. Yeah, I feel like when someone who searches for Bigfoot... and that's their career, is scared of a person, then that person's scary.
0: Now, this person that Bigfoot was afraid of, and Bigfoot uh, asked us if we could uh, work security for him, which I thought was very funny. Mm. This dude was wearing three different types of camouflage prints. He had camo pants on, a camo vest, or a camo jacket that he cut in the sleeves off, different print than the pants, and a camo fisherman's cap, different print from the vest and the pants.
1: And meanwhile, we were at like a ballroom of a Radisson Inn. Yeah, it was actually
0: kind of a nice hotel.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, there wasn't... And we could see him. We could see him very well. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you weren't hiding. (laughs) He wasn't hiding. Yeah, if you want to be camouflaged in a hotel, wear a bunch of, like, I don't know, burgundy and, like, really thick prints that look like wallpaper or curtains. He was scary. He was scary. Uh, Well, I'm just going to run through these pretty quick. So Bobo is believed to... So his real name is James Fay. And Bobo is believed to come from a nickname Jimbo. Because Jim is short for James. And then they just said, oh, why not just Bobo? Right. One thing... So Bobo grew up in California, and he was a roadie for Sublime. Oh. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was a roadie for Sublime for many, many years. (laughs) And he went on tour with him. And while he was touring with him, being a roadie, setting up gear and whatever else, just kind of doing whatever they needed, he would learn a lot about Bigfoot traveling around these areas and talking to different people all over the U.S. and maybe even internationally about Bigfoot because he was already interested in Bigfoot anyways, growing up in California, Hmm. which I thought was neat. That is funny. Bobo chose the college he went to on the like the only requirement was that it was in an area that was kind of squatchy. And that's why he went there.
1: (laughs) Perfectly good reason. Uh,
0: And he went to Humboldt State University in Arcata, California. Whenever Bigfoot wasn't in classes, he would be going to find Bigfoot. Did I say when Bigfoot wasn't in classes or did I say Bobo? I
1: think you said Bobo, but it would be both because you can't find Bigfoot if he's in class.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's absolutely right. (laughs) Um, From the article I was reading, it said, in fact, many of Bobo's choices over his entire life were centered around trying to see a Bigfoot. And Mm -hmm. here's what's great about it. Whether you believe in Bigfoot or you don't believe at all or you're somewhere in the middle or on any anywhere in the believing or non-believing of Bigfoot spectrum, I think you cannot discredit Bigfoot's workout. Ethic and always wanting to see and find a Bigfoot. Yeah. I think that that's great. And I think that that's to, to, that, that shows a lot of squatchy determination and squatchy tenacity.
1: I just think it's really funny that a lot of people like go to a lot of schooling and take all these different jobs and all this stuff and they like still don't even get a good job. And like he just wanted to find Bigfoot and then he ended up like being a roadie for Sublime and then getting on television. Yeah. And he's still just like, I'm just searching for Bigfoot.
0: Yeah. Just searching for Bigfoot. Yeah. And I think it's really great. And he's just a very gentle and very nice person. Bobo saw his very first Bigfoot. Can you guess what year he saw his first Bigfoot? Hmm. To me, it was surprising. 92
1: 2011 oh so he didn't see one for a long time
0: uh uh-huh he saw one he was investigating with a with a guy a fellow Bigfoot researcher which I think I'm pronouncing his last name right John Freitas uh, or Freitas it doesn't eh, it's okay either one of those is fine but I guess this Bigfoot that they had seen was referred to uh, by locals as the big guy it's,
1: it really didn't get any more creative. like.
0: No, not at all. That's a Bigfoot. Let's
1: call him the Bigfoot. No, wait, that's already what he is. The big <laughs> guy. Yeah, the big guy.
0: Yeah, what do you want to call it? Well, I was thinking of a nickname like Laser or something. <laughs> or maybe like, I don't know, Karate Chop. Kyle, uh, but I kind of like the big guy.
1: Yeah, the big guy.
0: That's all. I just had some little facts about Bobo. Nice. And also very Bobo, Bobo is very well known for his very loud Bigfoot calls that he does.
1: Uh, kind of like that, like a sireny kind of sound. But then I've also had Squatches come to me like when I've been a, like you know making a bunch of noise and this and that come to me and do the like the like that kind of grunt. Growly, kind of thing, like a... Like, kind of like that. It's funny talking to him, too, because he's very soft-spoken and quiet. And then on TV, he does these really, really crazy, loud Bigfoot calls.
0: Yeah, he moves in slow motion. Yeah. But he's sharp as a tack. He's very insightful. He's very level-headed. And he's funny. Nice. Yeah, that's it. So that's a lot about Area 51 and the food again. And I feel, <laughs> like, I, I feel like someone is going to listen to our show. Or how about this? I hope that someone's listening to our show since we've started doing Area 51 stuff. And they're like, you know what? When I go to Area 51, I'm going to do everything that Lindsay and Jordan said to do on their show and see if it works out. And then that person might get like the third closest out of the 1.9 million to area 51 they won't actually make it but the
1: third closest to the first one going to prison
0: yeah (laughs) either way
1: (laughs) the third person going straight to prison yeah well (laughs) well that's
0: that's it that's okay that's all i have for this week and thank you for listening Lindsay.
1: well yeah should we cut to (laughs) haunted housekeeping
0: let's do it let's sweep up our sun our earth cooked desert dogs yeah and then we'll come back
1: yeah and then i have some stories that will make you grossed out oh good yeah
0: and then we might even take a spooky voicemail yep well we'll see what happens we don't care anymore all right well we'll see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three two one Our show, the one you're listening to right now, is a proud member of the Scavengers Network podcast special buddies and special friends the scavengers network was started by our big beautiful boss baby boy benevolent brisket boy colin parker
1: you can also check out all the wonderful podcasts on there including ours and they also have a merchandise store that you can buy your spooky gear or any other gear from the podcast on the network um we also have a patreon you can donate one dollar to a million (laughs) and with that money we can do a lot of cool stuff. We personally would like to do more investigations, do more interviewing, anything to be entertaining.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll even ju- we'll we'll even learn how to juggle fire if you give us enough money as long as we can entertain y'all and essentially be your puppets, we'll do it.
1: So you can check everybody out on the scavengersnetwork.com. Check it out, search around.
0: And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork. And if you like our show and you like some other shows on the network, why not be a member and help us keep the lights on and also help us keep the words coming out of our mouths.
1: And we thrive on positive reviews and feedback, so if you have anything nice to say, please do. We love it.
0: The best format for that is going to iTunes and rating and reviewing the show and also sharing our show with your friends. And if you have any questions at all about murder (laughs) bigfoot cryptids ghosts anything we've talked about anything you'd like us to talk about please feel free and call our brand new state-of-the-art hotline at 803-816 booze that's 803-816-2667 you can call any time of day any time of night you don't even have to be a real person you could be a ghost if you want
1: we'd love to hear from you
0: okay see ya
1: bye who is shy like really really shy listen to our podcast shelly has opinions and you will get to hear five sisters try and guess their
0: sister shelly's opinion on a variety of silly topics she's real shy best muppet dinner companion haunted houses street performers motorcycle sidecars Check out Shelly Has Opinions every Tuesday, and you will hear our shy sister writhe in
1: agony as we discuss the pros and cons on every topic that she doesn't want to tell us about, which is everything. Go to shellyhasopinions.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, and I love
2: you, and goodbye.
1: welcome back hope you did some uh spooky haunted house cleaping <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't talk today
0: you know what that's fine i can rarely talk and i have a lot of admiration for people who can just talk non-stop and do a really good job at it
1: yeah like commentators and stuff like how do people not mess up more i
0: don't know i have no idea
1: well speaking of how scary that is I have some really creepy, like, I guess they're kind of breaking booze, but they're just new um, updated stories that I found that are terrifying.
0: Okay, this is great. I love um, it. I love it.
1: Well, like I told you already, the Loch Ness raid is the day after Area 51. So if you want to go to both, man, you're going to be doing a lot of traveling.
0: Yeah, you are. And that would mean if you were going to go to both, you would have to start walking towards Area 51 before the 20th to get there on the 20th and then arrange a helicopter pickup to take you to the airport Yeah, so you could go to Scotland.
1: And you have to change your outfit. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Nessie's outfit is way different than alien outfit.
0: Yeah, more so aerodynamic, swooshy.
1: Well, my first story is about a woman in the U.S. Actually, it was in South Carolina.
0: I like South Carolina.
1: Yeah. Well, this woman (laughs) was charged with carjacking and property damage after she allegedly stole a vehicle by throwing a live poisonous snake at the driver. Oh, okay. She threw the snake in the car, stole the car. The snake was still in the car, and then she recklessly crashed it through barricades set up for a pole vaulting exhibition that was going on what
0: the heck is going on around here
1: yeah she took control of the vehicle in south carolina and the critter was still inside and she ended up smashing into the barrier set up for the third annual liberty bridge jump off and pole vaulting competition um it was held in the city of greenville (sighs) last friday so okay so she wanted to steal the car sure like i got this poisonous snake here
0: now what do i do with it i'm
1: gonna throw it at the driver the driver will get out of the car yeah i'm gonna take the car all in all not really a bad plan creativity points
0: yeah sure through the roof one would say
1: but then the snake was still in the car when she got into it
0: yeah what did she think she was gonna do hey don't
1: It's like when you have a bee in your car and you freak out, and like if a spider comes crawling around in my car, like I might crash it into things.
0: Yeah, I've been driving with you when you've seen a spider in the car, and it's been it's been touch and go.
1: It's terrifying. (laughs) What came first,
0: the the
1: spider or the snake? (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> whoa. Whoa. whoa whoa oh man you're you're blowing my mind <laughs> no what came first her desire to steal a car mm-hmm. or the poisonous snake
1: i would imagine well yeah it could go either way she could have found the snake and been like what can i do with the snake exactly oh i could steal a car I steal a car <laughs> or she was like premeditated i want to steal a car i don't have a weapon i need a weapon Huh, poisonous snake.
0: Yeah, like either way, I think both of those situations are funny. Yeah. Now, what I'm most surprised about is the pole vaulting competition that was taking place in South Carolina? Yeah. Where on earth and what?
1: Well, it was in Greenville. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, <laughs> well, they had the Liberty Bridge jump off. We, th- there's one of those by us. It's like in what West Virginia. Oh, they do uh, the new bridge where you jump off. Yeah, Fayetteville. Yeah, they do like that kind of stuff. But I guess there was pole vaulting too.
0: So I haven't thought of pole vaulting maybe since I don't know before i was born maybe or maybe the last summer olympics (laughs) so like that there was like a big annual pole vaulting competition seemingly in like downtown greenville greenville yeah or do they say greenville in south carolina
1: i don't know how they say it in the south carolinas both plural south carolinas there's two of the
0: south carolinas
1: (laughs) what if there was a south carolina and a south carolina
0: (laughs) would it be south carolina 2 or would it be south carolina but the carolina (laughs) would be spelt with a k
1: yeah, the second one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one. Well, wait. What?
0: Did she, she got arrested? Yeah,
1: she got arrested.
0: What kind of snake was it? Just a bad one?
1: I don't know. It didn't say or it did and I missed it. That's but, fine. But um, yeah, it was just a, a venomous snake that she had found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how she threw it. Like if she spun it around, like like one of those. Uh, one well, of those... you have
1: to keep the head away from you.
0: Cause... Well, yeah. Like those like uh, medieval throwing things where like you'd spin the thing and you'd throw the rock out of it.
1: Oh, yeah. slingshot it or she had it by the head and was holding its mouth shut and then just like chucked it
0: or maybe she maybe it was on the ground and it was like doing it's like cobra stance at the car Mm because she had trained it to hate uh, she just
1: pointed and it jumped in itself
0: or she hit it with like a with a wedge like a golf club (laughs) and hit it into this hit it into this car hit it right in there Man, I don't know. imagine, imagine being at a stoplight. Imagine being at a stoplight with your driver window down. You're like, man, you know what? Beautiful weather today. I'm to with the pole vaulting competition because I have nothing else going on. I feel very lucky. And then you turn, and there is this woman going, "Hey, not, not today, butthead." And then throws a poisonous snake in your car.
1: I just don't get why people are throwing animals. Because there was that one guy that threw his alligator in like a Wendy's like drive-through. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why are people throwing their animals around?
0: I don't know. It's rude.
1: You don't like go to the local Burger King and toss your cat at someone. Like,
0: <laughs> no, just you don't
1: leave it alone. You know
0: what? You don't. But people do.
1: Speaking of cats, my next story, um, (laughs) the Canadian police have thoroughly apologized after a technical difficulty that they had recently. Sergeant Janelle from Royal Canadian Mounted Police of British Columbia blamed the technical difficulties as she reported on a double murder case.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: So the technical difficulties were somebody was using their phone to live stream it and the cat filter was on and everyone had cat ears and little cat faces as she was trying to like talk about this really, really serious murder investigation that had been going on. Wow. Yeah,
0: so. Oops. It's not good.
1: Yeah, it's now been taken down and replaced with a regular feed reporting on the murder, but oops.
0: Oh, my god!
1: I just think of, like, maybe that sergeant had, like, her daughter filming it that day, and she was like, fine, you can go to work with me, but you have to, like, live stream
0: this. <laughs> yeah, you have to live stream it. You have to actually do some work. Now, this is a really serious case, so no goofing off.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it's a little... I, it's, I saw pictures from the... It's, I mean, it's funny in a not funny way. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little...
0: <laughs> it's not the... Ugh. That one's hard. Yeah. But but you know what, though? it's a little, I mean, yes, it's a little, it's a little it's silly. A little, it's, it's a little, a little funny. Silly. It's a little
1: funny. Um, My next story is, it's about a statue in a Mexican village, um, Alcapoco, that is a baby Jesus. Now, what's creepy about this baby Jesus is it has appeared to start crying blood.
0: You know what? There's been more statues than not that have begun to cry blood.
1: Yeah, they all obviously think it's a sign from God. And they said that this bizarre incident is a response to the area's rising crime i guess the crime has significantly skyrocketed in 2019 and this is the fourth time this year that the baby jesus statue has cried blood
0: that's a lot to deal with
1: it's an old statue it's never done anything and then 2019 it has cried blood four times
0: These things that are, like, quite literally documented, it it really makes me think, like, what's going on around here?
1: Yeah, it's creepy. They said that the first time it actually cried blood in 2019 was New Year's Day. Oh. To the very start of the year.
0: That's a lot to deal with, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot to deal with if, if if your statue cries blood once. It's a lot to deal with if your statue cries tears once.
1: Yeah. It's creepy. There are pictures of it. It's like it's not like a bright red that you would think, but it kind of looks like a mucky, like reddish brown. But like something is coming out of its eyes.
0: Well, isn't it the thing where it's like if you get a very surface level cut, the blood is very bright red because it has less time to do something, something, something smart with oxygen. Well, it's
1: like oxidizes. Yeah. But
0: then if you get a deeper cut and it, your blood is darker. Yeah. Isn't that a thing?
1: I don't know. Any kind of any form or stage that the blood is in, it's still coming out of a baby Jesus statue eyes.
0: That's a lot.
1: It's gross. What
0: okay, if you had your own statue.
1: Of Molly, of course. Of Molly.
0: Of baby Molly. Of a yeah. puppy Molly. But mm-hmm. she was laying in like the little um cradle thing that you typically see like in nativity scenes, baby Jesus laying it. Right. But it was just little puppy Molly waiting to get belly rubs. If she if the baby Molly statue started crying, what's one thing that it would cry that you'd go, Oh, this is fine. I can deal with this. Peanut butter. Oh, see, I was going to say money.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, yours is way better than mine. (laughs) Like, I thought you meant what she would be okay with it.
0: Baby Jesus statue in Acapulco starts crying money, and nobody (laughs) is, and no one's worried. And no one's reporting it. And no one's reporting it, and everything's cool here.
1: Well, my second to last story, I'm saving one for very last because I want you to watch the video. Okay. Because it's creepy. Okay. Okay, so this one is, well, I titled it, What Happens in Vegas Stays with You for the Rest of Your Life.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) So, a man from the UK took a trip to Vegas with his friends... It turned into an ever-ending nightmare for one man as he was bitten by a brown recluse spider somewhere Ugh. between the hotel and his flight back home. Ugh. His procedure left, with him left him with a huge hole on the top of his foot that he has now has to carefully clean and ensure that the infection does not spread through the rest of his body. <sighs> Having fun in Vegas brown recluse now i'm like i'm already afraid to like fly now i'm just thinking like there could be dangerous animals on the like snakes on the plane
0: yeah like snakes on the plane (laughs) (laughs) it's like guys can we please have a bros trip i need a bros trip to vegas okay we'll go bros trip everything's great. oh i got bitten by a brown recluse spider on my foot
1: and it necrotized my foot the thing about Well, the worst part is that which I didn't know, he and I didn't even think about, like he has diabetes as well.
0: Oh, no. So
1: his limbs and nerve damages are already like really messed up. Yeah. So he didn't even know it was necrotizing?
0: He just thought he was having like a flare up or something? Yeah. Oh, that stinks.
1: It probably does stink. Like bad, it's rotting. Well, yeah, it's
0: rotten flesh <laughs> on the top of your foot. Uh, but how
1: terrible. Now I'm like terrified to go on a plane.
0: There was one time I was bitten by a spider in North Carolina and it was bad for a minute and then it went away. But we went to the ER just in case. And the doctor while well, while we were waiting in the waiting room, this construction worker came in the waiting room and was like, What are you here for? I'm like, Oh, I got bit by a spider, but it went away, and I don't think it's anything, but we're just being safe. And he went, same thing with me yesterday, and then now look at my thumb it had been 24 hours and his thumb was almost twice the size and he had gotten bitten by a brown recluse and his thumb was obviously not in good shape and i was like oh good now well now i'm super worried
1: spiders are terrifying
0: oh they really are
1: Okay, my last thing. Well,
0: I killed a spider on our TV last night. Thank yeah, you very you did. much, and I'm very. Thank God. Yeah, and I did it, and then I did 50 push-ups afterwards because I was just <laughs> feeling it.
1: In front of the spider, you propped him up and made him watch you. <laughs>
0: this is how strong I am. I did 50 <laughs> of them.
1: Okay, so my last one is I, I need you to look up a video. Um, Me. Yeah. So try looking up horror as zombie raw chicken breast comes back to life and crawls off table.
0: You want me to look up all that?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or something along the lines to find the video. It's a viral video appearing to show a slab of chicken wiggling before hoisting itself off the table. People cannot debunk it. They can't justify it. And they have no idea what's going on.
0: Do I watch the 28 second one or the 59 second one? Oh, Lindsay's coming over to my microphone.
1: (laughs) It's not long.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) No, come on. What the heck? And now it's in slow-mo.
1: Okay, explain. Okay, if the listeners are not watching this video. We
0: will post the video. We
1: will post this video. But explain what you see in that video.
0: I Well, here's what I see. bunch of stuff I don't like. They're at a restaurant. They're at a restaurant, I think. And then this chicken breast or like a piece of chicken looks like the rib cage just comes back to life. And then it crawls away. <laughs> Oh my gosh.
1: Isn't it the grossest thing ever? And people are talking about it because they can't explain it. Like it's almost too good for like Photoshop or edit.
0: It looks like it looks like something from a Bruce Campbell movie. Yeah. What was the one? Evil Dead? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it looks like almost too bad movie magic or like or like puppetry, but like enough to where it looks real.
1: Yeah, look up the video. Like I said, we'll post it on social media. It's so weird. You know what? It grossed me out. That
0: it, made me feel really weird.
1: Yeah, it grossed me out. Like it was terror. It was legitimately terrifying.
0: Maybe we don't post it and let people find it on their own because I don't want to take responsibility for someone seeing and that and like
1: being traumatized.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So okay, we're not posting it. You can just go to YouTube and, and type up chicken breast back to life and I it's gross it's like only
1: 28 seconds it's really quick
0: what a (laughs) what a trip huh that's nasty.
1: Like I, I know the sound of it. You're like, that can't be that weird. But when you watch it, you're like, what is this?
0: It, you know what? It's weird. One thing I appreciate about the video is that it happens quickly. So there's not like this like two minute long build up with no, like some it's weird just narration. Straight up, an unexpected family out no. to dinner for their nephew Tyler's birthday. They're
1: like, this is what it is, and this is what's happening.
0: Not a fan. <laughs> Whoa
1: well hopefully i didn't ruin anyone's dinner
0: that's fine well you and i haven't eaten dinner yet so that's okay we are not having chicken (laughs) i guarantee
1: well should we take a call from our spooky cold line
0: let's do it yes let's take a call from our spooky cold line and this real quick the number is Oh, 803 And that is also a funny numerical joke, hehehe, <laughs> because it's actually eight zero three eight one six 816 boos, B O O S.
1: Call us anytime, anywhere, any place. Ask us your spooky spooky questions and we'll answer them on
0: our show. Yeah, we love getting them. So do it. This one comes to us from Daniel Spencer.
2: Hello, Reeds. This is Daniel Spencer. I was calling with a quick game of Scary Mary Berry. Uh, so this is like, uh, another popular game, the name of which I won't say here because it's not the most family friendly. But, uh, Scary Mary Berry is, uh, you, I will give you three people, or in this case, it's going to be cryptids uh One you choose to go be scary with, one you choose to marry, and then one you bury because you've murdered it. Your scary Mary Berry is going to be uh Bigfoot, Chupacabra, and the Jersey Devil. Uh I would love to hear, obviously, your reasoning behind which one you will be scary with, which one you will marry, and which one you will bury. So, thank you very much, and please, please bring back Goat or Ghost. Bye!
1: Okay, so we have to be scary with one. So that's going to be like your ride or die buddy. Yes. You're going to marry. That's going to be your companion.
0: Uh, for life.
1: <laughs> and Barry is going to be like, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with you. And I think you're in the way.
0: So whatever one I choose to bury, I'm, I am just want everyone to visualize me using a an impossibly large sword and just swinging and chopping <laughs> its head off. And as I do it, I'm just yelling like, yeah or like something cool or I I have just chugged a monster energy drink and then Mm -hmm. I'm going to slice its head off. Okay. Okay. But that's just like for... That's like a visual.
1: I would... Um, kill my cryptid by strapping him I do it like old fashioned way strapping him to the railroad tracks okay. and then <laughs> like which is really funny because they used to strap the damsel to the railroad tracks and then they would be seen off stage with like the box of TNT like they were going to blow them up Yeah, but it's like they're already strapped to the railroad like the train's already going yeah,
0: to kill them
1: chill out but i would blow them up with dynamite
0: okay that's pretty cool
1: okay well let's start with our let's do our mary first
0: our mary so we have bigfoot the chupacabra and the jersey devil yes my mary my mary is bigfoot
1: yeah what's your reasoning
0: just soft and cuddly and just like seems <laughs> it seems misunderstood um okay i would do that yeah because like i also really love the woods yeah i love being outside i love nature we don't go camping enough but i wish i can't more yeah. and when you're married to bigfoot i would I, I would assume that you would split your living situation between your home and outside you know right. let bigfoot experience what it's like to play playstation 4 and then you would also <laughs> go outside and be like this is what it's like to eat a live bird and yeah you'd try that out yeah My Mary would be Bigfoot.
1: I would have to agree with you. I think my Mary would be Bigfoot as well. I think that he is obviously very mellow. He's very quiet. He doesn't like to cause any drama or ruckus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's hard to find. So it's kind of like that easy steady that steady life you know
0: i like that yeah i think that's true
1: the same thing going camping out in the woods and just kind of like you know doing your own thing
0: i would love it i just bet you would experience so many new things
1: oh Oh. okay so who would your who would your scary be
0: my well i want you to answer this one first because i answer first on the last one and i don't want to be rude
1: okay between chupacabra or jersey devil I think I would have to go Chupacabra.
0: With your scary? For
1: my scary, because he's kind of scarier. And he, I mean, if you don't know who the Chupacabra is, I kind of wrote down a little bit for for everybody. But the Chupacabra or Chupacabras is the legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas. Its first reported sightings were in Puerto Rico. The name comes from the animal's reported habit of attacking and drinking the blood of livestock, including goats. Yeah. Physical descriptions may vary. (laughs) So I think from the descriptions I've seen, he is scarier.
0: I know what the Chupacabra looks like. Looks like my neighbor, Paul.
1: He seems like he's up to no good. So he'd probably be a good scary friend. Mm Because it's like, you know, especially when you're younger, it's like you want to go hang out with the bad crowd just because you're like, oh, they're doing fun, bad stuff. Like, I think I would would definitely go Chupacabra and scary.
0: And my answer, even before I heard yours, was also going to be the Chupacabra. Because I feel like if I'm going to go scary with something, I want to like really do it. And, like, really get in there and scare, pardon my French, the poop out of people. Yeah. You know? And I think, like, I've always also wanted to, like, kill a goat by drinking its blood.
1: (laughs) That's creepy. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, I don't really like that he goes around, like, killing and drinking livestock blood. But it's like, you know, he's the heavy metal friend.
0: He is the heavy metal like friend. Like, he's
1: the friend you're going to go take to see Slayer.
0: Well, and also, don't you and I kind of do the same thing by way of, you know, farming and stuff? Because we're not vegan or vegetarian. That's true. I mean, we don't, you know, bite their necks and suck their blood out of their necks. <laughs> but we do enjoy meat.
1: Yes. Well, okay,
0: so the last one that leaves is Barry. Which one are you so going to we're up
1: ber- we're, we're ber- with dynamite? We're both, you're chopping and I'm blowing up the Jersey Devil. Yes, we are. We both have it. The New Jersey... Uh, devil is in Philadelphia folklore. It's also known as the Leeds devil. It's a legendary creature said to inhabit the Pines Barrens of southern New Jersey. The creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, but also has many variations of it. It has been reported to move quickly and is often described as emitting a high-pitched blood-curdling scream. See, that's where I decided I wanted to bury that one because I'm like, you're going to go around screaming, giving us away. It's not going to be fun. If I'm married to you, you're going to be yelling all the time and yeah. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> like you just seem like a pain in the butt. And I also saw a bunch of different pictures of it and it's so goofy looking.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all for a goofball time. I love being goofy and <laughs> laughy. But for the most part, I like it to be quiet a little bit. Yeah, You know, I really enjoy the calmness of A quiet or just like ambient uh volume levels yeah uh too much volume to me is just like hey guys can we just chill out for a minute so this thing would start screaming once and then all right i'm not even gonna warn you that i don't like that scream because i feel like you need to know that already that no one likes that scream slow motion shotgun a monster energy drink because i'm i'm in it to win it yeah take out my sword slorp slice this bad boy's head off uh and then maybe and then maybe the chupacabra will come out and be like oh we'll drink its blood now let's drink its
1: blood let's have fun and then bigfoot will come and be like what time are you gonna be home hun i love you <laughs> got a
0: couple <laughs> got a couple live birds for you and a <laughs> bunch a of grubs cu- got a
1: pot of tea on and some live birds for dinner so just let me know
0: Ooh. I bet you Bigfoots know how to make really good tea. Oh, I
1: bet Bigfoot makes the best tea.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I
1: was thinking about it. And Molly, I think Molly would marry the chupacabra because yeah. she would just cause ruckus. And she's a herding dog, so she'd want to herd animals around for the mm-hmm. chupacabra. I think she would I think she would bury Bigfoot because she doesn't like tall men.
0: No, she hates them.
1: So I don't think Bigfoot would do well with her. And the Jersey Devil, I mean, I guess... That would be her scary is just being loud and running around.
0: That's when she scares me. When she's just obnoxiously loud.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's what I would think like, Molly would pick.
0: I think that's a good pick. Hmm. I think that's, I th- I, th- I think, or no, I think that you've made three good picks. Yeah. Yep, I do. Cool. Hey, well, that was fun. hopefully that
1: answered your question, Daniel, and let us know what your picks are.
0: Yeah, Daniel, holler at us.
1: Let us know.
0: Why don't you? Also, Daniel is going to be doing a fun new podcast where they listen to uh, concept albums. They're going to talk about them.
1: I saw that. So if you're a music lover, you're going to definitely want to check that out.
0: And also check out uh, the very fun podcast Daniel's on with some other friends of ours called Bike Brigade. You can find them on Twitter at kids underscore bikes. I think that's it.
1: Yeah, we'd like to thank Eli Chambers for the music that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and and the end and he also has flute arms so he's a wonderful musician you can find him <laughs> at Eli who does music on social, mu- social media check him out he's great I guess
0: he's great I guess <laughs> uh, we would also like to thank every single person over at the Scavengers Network podcasting family friend fun ferociously fierce podcasting network and uh, our founder and owner Big Beautiful Beautiful. beautiful, brisket boy, benevolent spirit, Colin M. Parker. Uh, If you'd like to, go check out the Scavengers Network on social media or go to scavengersnetwork.com or check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Network and help support the shows and uh, help us do fun, spooky things.
1: Also, like we said, we have magnets for sale. They're super cute. You get a free temporary tattoo with a purchase of one magnet, which is $5. Reach out to us on social media and also just stay spooky.
0: Yeah, please do. And thank you, everybody, for listening and sharing the love and spreading the word of our show. If you'd like to and if you have some time, go to iTunes and rate and review the show. You know what? But we're going to be picky. And just if you have something nice to say, that will be great.
1: Because we like nice comments. And yeah, the yeah. world is too <laughs> poopy to make it mean.
0: Yeah. So let's just be nice to everybody. So just get
1: rid of the mean comments. You know what I say? a lot say? easier.
0: Cut it out is what cut I said. Cut it out. Oh, cut it out.
1: Blow your mean comments up with dynamite.
0: Yeah, if your mean comment was a human, I'd slice his head off. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next week, have a have a week where you wander into the woods and you're like, oh, I smell something that smells really familiar and good. And it's a bunch of Bigfoots making tea. And then they offer you some.
1: Have a, well, watch that weird zombie chicken video Ugh. and try to eat the rest of the week. Week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, try to eat the rest of the week. Week. <laughs> well, until next Monday, we will see all of you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, Linz, Hmm. I just wanted to know if you like corn on the cob. It's okay. You prefer your corn off the cob? Yes. Okay. Hard to bite? Yes. Okay. Do you, uh, what do you think about the shape of corn in general? First of all, on the cob. Silly. What about the shape of corn off the cob?
1: Also silly.
0: Okay. Which one's cuter? Off. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I'll, I'll just see you. I'll just talk to you later. Okay. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
1: Community-focused.
0: Treasured content.
1: W-I-D-K.
0: Wish listening to the radio sucked even more. Join fish stick! Neil deGrasse Tyson. If I was going to get in a fight and I had to pick one astrophysicist to be on my side, <laughs> Lulu! In the beginning there was milk and it came out of a cow or whatever. This is a completely accurate representation of the history of milk, by the way. The professor. I think it'd be pretty psychologically damaging to have to fight two building-sized babies. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that (laughs) just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely (laughs) shaved. It's I Don't Know Radio, part of the Scavengers Network and Podcast NH. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google
2: Play, and, unfortunately, everywhere else.